I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside, huh? I see you later, they come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket, rob him all his friends, watch it. That hoes clock it, uh-huh. here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe so separately, fright the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh -huh. You want to see the inside, huh? I'll see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fattest nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew. Or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh -huh. Stone Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart, break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections, some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately, Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson, like my dick was missing to protect my position. My corner, my layer, while we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, God's the limit.
I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh -huh. you wanna see the inside, huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh -huh. They come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man, they never try. So roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, or milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch, 88. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I've been began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart, break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections, some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing to protect my position. I'll corner my layer while we out here. Say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, God's the limit.
Ah. What's up, guys? What is going on, everybody? What is going on? How's everybody doing? Welcome back. Welcome back. You know, Bell, you can't be stealing my content like that, man. You took the words right out of my mouth, and we haven't even hit the intro yet. So, it's okay, though. I'll let it slide just this one time. But anyways, man, uh, how's everybody doing, bro? We got a lot, a lot to discuss. We're going to end you guys off with these crown jewel predictions, but we're going to start you guys off with the few AEW debacles um, that have been going on as of late, man. Uh, One dropped yesterday. The other one's kind of been out for a couple days. Everybody's been kind of hearing about, you know, the talent being upset uh, with, you know, Tony Khan and stuff like that, man. So we're going to talk about all that good stuff. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, I'm going to try to say I'm going to try my very best to save. To save um, a little bit of it for Monday. But uh, man, when it comes to AEW. I'm not I'm not in a good mood as of late, bro. And no no worries at all, Bell. I'm just giving you a hard time, but man, we got a lot to talk about. I got to give you a hard time, Bell, so please excuse me. Um no, there's no other way to feel about it, especially with the especially with the stuff that um there's yeah, there there's 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 no other way to feel about it, especially with the stuff that was said. Um it's embarrassing for the company. We'll get into it, man. We'll get into it. But anyways, bro, let's go ahead and hop right into the intro, man. Let's not waste any of your time. Manager Logan is here, everybody. Just had to announce that. Um, But yeah, man, let's go ahead and hop into this intro, man. And um, yeah, so what is going on, everybody? We're back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast, man. Another edition of the news. This is episode 186 of the podcast, man. And with that, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know how the show works. Every Monday, we are on here after Monday Night Raw with Notorious Unscripted. And every Friday at 4 p.m. Central, we are on here with the news, man. Also, if you guys did miss this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, that is, is a Miz heel or face turn. Is a Miz baby face turn needed in 2023? We talked about uh, the great great episode of monday night raw that we had um the halloween edition of raw um the halloween edition of monday night raw and um we talked about that uh very very good episode of monday night raw it was a it was a it was a fun watch man it was a fun watch um uh we talked about that we talked about we talked about uh the episode of aew dynamite that was pretty eh and we talked about Kenny Omega and MJF, their match just kind of happening within the course of four days, um, and now it's over with. So we talked about all that good stuff, man. So if you guys did miss that, that is available for you guys on all platforms now. That is Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and if you want to see it first, join us right here every uh, Monday after Monday Night Raw for Notorious Unscripted, man. And with that... If you guys have not got a chance to 
pick up some of the beautiful Notorious Deals podcast merchandise. You can now find this all available on bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video, man. You got all eight of these beautiful designs plus more available on there for you guys, man. So with that, you have the Notorious Heels Podcast, Chicago Flag Design. You have the Uncrowned Kings of the IWC, the Biggie-inspired design, the base logo design, the best-kept secret to the IWC, or the Riddler-inspired design. You got the three versions of the Notorious World Order design. You got the Chicago Flag Edition, which you see on your screen. You have the Classic Black and White, and you have the Wolfpack Red, man. So you got all eight of the... Um, oh, I'm not even done yet. You got the Grand Slam design, the Scratch logo, and the only community that matters. You got all eight of these beautiful designs, plus more available for you guys on there. Also, I know it's past Halloween. I know. But if you guys still have not got a chance to pick up the Halloween merch, you have the other side. You got the skull design. Like I said, man, we created this as a Halloween design. But goddamn, is it fucking nice, bro. Like, God. Amazing. Um. So, yes, we got... Seriously, bro. So if you guys have not got a chance to pick up all of these beautiful, beautiful merchandise designs, the best in the IWC, may I add. You guys can now find all of this live, like I said, on bonfire.com. Link at the top of the description of this very video, man. Also, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know who we are here at the Notorious Seals Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How the hell are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just been uh just been chilling out, man. Been chilling out been pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, just waiting for um the next two weeks, man. <laughs> just waiting for the next two weeks, man. man, I've been uh, been pretty good and been pretty normal, man. Like Durante always asks, man, how's the life? How's the family? Life's good, man. The family's good. How is everybody doing in the live chat? Bill, Logan, Johnny's dad. And what about the what about the replay mafia, man? How you guys doing? And what about you, man? How are you doing? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. Um excited for tonight. Me, as well as Sir K and uh, a couple of our other buddies. Um yeah. are are going to see the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, so I hope it's pretty good. I hope it's pretty good, man. Um, I've been hearing, I've been hearing mixed things about it. I've been hearing people say it was really good, and I've been hearing people say that uh, it didn't stick to the original story. But I'm, I'm not even really, I don't even really know much about Five Nights at Freddy's. This shit just looks fucking sick. I used to watch my my little cousin play it, uh, so that's about as far as I know uh, about Five Nights at Freddy's. I, I do know a little bit about like the the story. Like I do understand that like. Like, uh, the animatronics got possessed and then they start killing people. I, so I, I know, like, I think I know as much as I need to know. Um, but in terms of like the five nights at Freddy's iceberg that I'm always seeing fucking, I'm always seeing videos about in my YouTube recommended no fucking idea, clueless, but, um, that's, I, 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 I've heard they don't stick to the script, which that's okay, because that's how the Uncharted movie uh, was kind of made, and um, and it's uh, and and it still turned out really fucking good. Like you did not need to play the Uncharted games to get a grasp on 
the story and the plot if you watch the movie. Now, if you did play the games, it, it, it helps, obviously, because you understand all the callbacks. But if you don't, it's still a really good watch. So I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Uh, the Uncharted movie did that. And I thought that the Uncharted movie was very good. So, uh... So yeah, I'm not too I'm not too big on I'm not too big on like I said the the iceberg and you know how deep the story runs, but I don't know. I'm gonna leave that to the hardcore fans, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna just watch it because it looks fucking sick. But um, but yeah, bro. But other than that, dude. Other than that, yeah, exciting exciting month. Ten more days until my 22nd birthday so that's gonna be that's, yep that's gonna be cool hey. and then full gear weekend huge yeah. weekend weekend after that survivor series weekend another huge weekend so it's gonna be exciting bro it's gonna be very exciting to back to back to back huge weekends so it's pretty it's gonna be fun man it's gonna be fun bro so um yeah i'm excited for it i'm excited for it man so yeah other than that dude as durante always asks man i'm good family's good what about you durante logan bell pops everybody here in the live chat the replay mafia jt jb rich you guys know who you are bro um so thank you guys for being here whether you're here in the live or on the replay bro so i see you guys talking about it I, well, I see Bell talking about it and my pops. So we're going to talk about it, bro. We're going to start you guys off. Ric Flair. <sighs> AEW has announced that Ric Flair signed a multi-year deal with the company, bro. So they put out this press release. And we're going to read it to you guys. And we're going to show it to you guys. So without without any further ado... Here it is, man. All right. Rick Flair, wrestling legend Rick Flair signs a multi-year deal with AEW. The Nature Boys new Woo Energy announced as exclusive drink of AEW. Uh, they're really rolling out the red carpet for him. And you yeah, hate to see it. Um I really don't think I would ever drink a Ric Flair drink, but it's just me. I'd probably be right there with you, as well as a lot of other folks. November 2nd, 2023, AEW CEO Tony Khan had announced a multi-year deal with the Hall of Fame with the Hall with Hall of Famer Nature Boy Ric Flair, who, who surprised fans in attendance and viewers at home during uh, last Wednesday's AEW Dynamite show in Philadelphia, marking his historic run, his historic return to TBS by appearing as Khan's special gift to the icon Sting. Flair's debut comes on the heels of his longtime friend Sting's impending retirement announcement, which will accumulate with the Icon's final match at, Revol at AEW Revolution in 2024. Over the course of their 30-year history, Flair and Sting have shared incredible rivalries, momentous matches, and a respected friendship. Khan also announced that Flair's Woo Energy Drink um, will become the exclusive energy drink of AEW during AEW show dates. Select host venues will carry the clean energy drink at the concession stands for fans to enjoy. In addition, the beverage will be added 
in wrestlers locker rooms and will also be seen on the announcer's desk during live broadcasts. Fans watching at home can experience Woo Energy by ordering via WooEnergy.com. Last Wednesday's Last Wednesday, the Nature Boy made his epic return to TBS more than 35 years since the Flair vs. Sting rivalry first began on the Super on the Superstation, Tony uh, said Khan. It's truly an honor to welcome the legend himself and Woo Energy to AEW. Rick cemented his legacy as one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time, and now is uh, and now his world-renowned persona and his amazing wrestling mind. Hmm. Well, well, if it's anything like Tony Khan's right now, I don't fucking want it. Um, his amazing wrestling mind will be, uh, will be major assets to AEW's programming and our positioning globally. Most importantly, it's fitting that the final chapter of Sting's iconic career will unfold on TBS with Ric Flair by his side. I've been I've been in the wrestling business for 50 years, Flair said. Together with AEW and Woo Energy, I've I've never been more excited and never had more energy. When the Nature Boy promises a show, you know it's gonna go woo. We'll, we we've we've all been a part of a woo moment. Time stops, crowd erupts, and people unite to celebrate. The extraordinary, it's electric, you hear it, you feel it, and you never forget it, said Chad Bronstein, president and chairman of Karma Hold Co., parent company of Woo Energy. This is uh, this is so much more than a partnership. Together, Ric Flair, AEW, and everyone at Woo Energy will create unforgettable moments for our generations of wrestling fans. <sighs> All right. Um, first of all, Logan, that is a great birthday gift. Just knowing that that's going to happen. What is it, bro? Fucking seven, seven, Jesus Christ, seven fucking years in the making. Golly. Seven years, bro. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Crazy. Man. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. Um, so anyways, um I'm pumped, bro. But <sighs> all right. So AEW has announced that Ric Flair has signed a multi-year deal with the company in addition to Flair's Woo Energy and will become the official drink of AEW. The Nature Boy also expressed interest in facing current world champion MJF. Here we go. Dude, Ric Flair's wrestling mind. Already, he's at it. Already, bro. Already. You know it, dude. He's already at the shit. Pride. Dude, his wrestling mind. Oh, my God. There is none. There is no more wrestling mind. This is the same guy. So this wonderful wrestling mind that you're talking about. This is the same guy that said... Ric Flair, or not Ric Flair, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley had a better and more intriguing than Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos, and they should have main evented night one of WrestleMania 39. That's the same guy that said that. 
Um, no thank you. Um, Tony Khan, a couple weeks ago, went on one of the most embarrassing runs of AEW's history. Truly. One of the most embarrassing runs in the company's history. Um, on Twitter. It wasn't even in, it wasn't even on television. It was on fucking Twitter. Um, he went on one of the, like I said, one of the most embarrassing runs I've ever seen in this company's history. And during his little spiel, he wanted to poke fun at Vince McMahon and his allegations and, you know, all the stuff that came out about, you guys remember the tweet, Sir Vince McMahon should have better things to worry about. Something like that. You guys remember the tweet. And then you go ahead and sign Ric Flair? Huh? Go ahead and make me believe that he's open to having, like, ugh, God. (sighs) Dude, so not only do you have this guy come in to be here for Sting every step of the... Ah, Sir K, you're back, I think. Unless we're about to go out again. There you are. That wouldn't be sure. Hmm. Okay. Think we're think we're trending upwards, I hope. Fingers crossed. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan of this at all, man. Um I, I said it. You know, I said, you know, like I said, the man came in. He said he wanted to be there for Sting every step of the road. But, you know, the truth, uh, the truth comes out eventually. And here it is, man. He wants to be here for the long haul. And I do not want him to be here for the long haul. And I'm not, I'm not excited for this at all. This, this is, this is going to be more this is this is going to be um this could be good for Andrade. That's one thing that could come out of this good. What I don't want to happen is for the whole clan to come over here and what I mean by that is uh Charlotte Flair. I I do not I don't want that to happen cuz once that happens, this AEW Women's Division is already cooked. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you right now, man, Scary. once Seriously, man, but I'm telling you right now, bro, once they get, if they were to acquire a talent like Charlotte Flair with her dad being back there and the amount, the amount of times her dad likes to stick his nose in her booking and get her booked better, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm I'm not, I I don't know, not a fan whatsoever. None whatsoever, man, and it makes the whole situation even worse. Because usually, when AEW does, you know, big announcements like this, the whole roster will tweet about it. The Tony Khan will tweet about it for a few days. They dropped that one image of the, the, you know, the article or whatever, and they never fucking followed up on anyone. Nobody in the company has tweeted about it. Nobody has mentioned it because. They they seen the reaction. They know it's fucked. They know no one wants this shit. And I hope that's a sign that they cut this deal while you can, man. Just 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 end it, bruh. 
just end it because it's not going to be good. No one wants to see Ric Flair's energy drink anywhere. I don't want to see him anywhere. I don't want to see anything to do with him anywhere in this company, in any company, let alone the whole company that's whole sole purpose was being a counter to things like this, to exact moves like this. This company was created a counter, and now it's just doing all that same bullshit. That's exactly what's going on. Um, yeah, that that's exactly what's going on here. Um, yeah, this, like you said, dude, this this company was made to be an alternative, and, and to avoid shit like this. And what the fuck do you need Ric Flair in your company for anyway? Honestly, like. You're just signing people to sign people, bro. Like, this is not what made AEW special when AEW first came onto the scene, bro. It wasn't announcements like this, dude. They, you know, shit like this just didn't didn't happen. This shit, shit like this just didn't happen, bro. It didn't. Um, AEW had uh, cool legends involved. Legends like Bret Hart, legends that are still around, like Taz, like Jim Ross, people like that, bro. Um, and again, I, and I think it really goes to show, uh, to Sir K's point, normally the talent uh, will mass tweet about this kind of stuff. They'll tweet pictures of them and Ric Flair and everybody will just be a big ball of joy after AEW announcements. Stuff like this. Just doesn't happen. They don't need him there. Half of the talent probably doesn't fucking want him there. So what are we doing, bro? I mean, seriously, man. What what the fuck are we doing, bro? I, I, I don't get moves like this at all. And boy, boy, when we get to talking about AEW Dynamite, I got a lot of fucking things I need to say about that show. Because that show is a fucking shell of what I used to take, still to this day, take off every Wednesdays for. It's a shell of it. It's a fucking shell of the show that I used to be excited to watch. Mm. The whole reason I don't, I don't go to the unfun job on Wednesdays is because of Dynamite. was because of what it used to be. And now, if this shit's continuing, I might change that date. I really might. I'm always thinking about it because, bro, I want to watch that trash. That shit sucks. Hey, I can't wait to talk about that shit, man. But, um, yeah, man, this whole mess, and I, I just, I, I hope it, I hope things can change, man, because I feel like they won't, and I feel like this, and another thing I saw, which, ugh, dude, Everybody is in AEW to run back that fucking Andrade and Ric Flair versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal match. So I feel like they yeah, could also do that um, if they do put them in a match. Yeah, everyone's everyone's in that company, man. So I really don't like where this is going, and I could in that go in that in that statement goes for the company as a whole. I it really does. Seriously, uh, seriously, bro, um, dude, <sighs> I don't know, man, I don't know, that, this is not, um, this, this is, I've seen a lot of people,
Okay, I, I had a feeling that was going to happen, but it looks like we're back, and I'm, yeah, it looks, looks like we're back, everything's back to running good, so, yeah, I, I'm, um, yeah, dude, we got a lot to talk about on Wednesday, man, um, yeah, this, this is, I, I don't know what's happening, I don't know what's happening to this company, man, but I see a lot of people saying it, bro, but a lot of people are saying that they're moving away from their mission statement, and I can't say that those people are wrong. I can I can genuinely not even fucking say that at this point, bro. Um I don't know, man. I don't know. Not um not good, man. This this is this is not a good sign. Not a good sign at all for AEW, man. It's it's becoming a shell of its former self. And seeing a collage of tweets of old AEW stuff and, you know, people remembering the good times, it really makes you think, man, like, what the fuck happened to this company, bro? You know? Um... They yeah, I mean they they had something they had something so special. They had something so special, man, and decisions like this do not help it at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, man, I don't know, dude. I don't know. But uh, speaking of more AEW. Speaking of more AEW, um, AEW talent. AEW talent are left in the dark about creative due to Tony Khan's last-minute decisions. Who the fuck does that sound like? Oh, like good old Vince, man. What the fuck, like? Oh, it's. Oh. And you know, let me, Sir K. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You- what made AEW so, so special, booking-wise? What made them so special? Two words, man. Two words. Long term. They planned it out. Dude, when AEW started, we had, like, the first fucking four um, world champs planned out. Yes. In everybody's mind. Yep. What happened to that? What the fuck has happened to that? It, it was... So great. Everything was planned out. All the stories on TV interconnected in fun little ways, man. Everybody was telling a story, man. Um, yeah. You would always hear people talking in interviews about how when they go to AEW, they know what they're doing already. So they could just go do what they need to do and get ready for that. What has happened, dude? <sighs> man. Man. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Dave Meltzer noted on the wrestling observer radio that AEW talent are increasingly are increasingly in the dark when it comes to their creative direction. This has caused a problem because the wrestlers often don't know what kind of things they will be doing on television until they show up to the building. He says, if you follow AEW, you know a lot of these things are being decided a lot later than previous. Guys are getting their information about what they're doing later, and decisions are being made later, 
And that's just how it is. At times, it's the day of the show and they don't know. Dave Meltzer went on to note that it's almost at times the way we used to talk about WWE. Uh, You're made to counter. Seriously. (sighs) Which is also very frustrating for the talent. It was also stated that a lot of talent have a say in what they're doing on television, but when they have no long-term ideas, it made things very difficult. Only time will tell if things will be fixed in AEW, but it does not appear things are going any smoother right now. Again, who does that sound like? That sounds like the past fucking 15 years, probably even longer than that, of Vince McMahon. That's exactly what that sounds like. That's exactly what that sounds like. And again, they are the, they're supposed to be, the alternative to the shit WWE product and the shit way of doing things. Why do you think NXT works so well? Because fucking people showed up, knew what they were doing, and had nothing to stress about. Because they probably had all week to think about what they were doing on, you know, Wednesday. Exactly. Why do you think the start of AEW was so good and everybody... We're able to give these great promos and all this and all that. They had time. They all had time to think about it and shit. And now it's a fucking, it's a mess back there. This, and, and people keep saying that they want um Mercedes in, in the company. Do they not realize that that is one of the major things she hated about the main roster in WWE? Was the chaotic and yep. this and nobody knowing what the fuck they were doing? That's what... That's one of her most outspoken dislikes about that company. You think she wants to go to a company and do that exact same thing again? No. No, I don't. And especially uh, with the way their women's division is, they've gotten so many fucking stars to the point where people say, this is it. This is it, man. It's time right now. And they never do anything with any fucking one of them. Any one of them, unless your name is Britt Baker, you're not getting positioned like a big star. You're just not. Yeah, exactly. So at this point, I don't even know if getting fucking all four horsewomen would do any good for for um for the company. I don't even know if getting Asuka would do anything for that division at that point because it would want to do it. Uh, again, if if you if if your heart's not in it, and clearly Tony Khan's heart is not anywhere near women's wrestling, it will not it will not do good. Triple H's heart was in it back in NXT, and look at what we got: fucking banger champ after banger champ. Asuka, the greatest NXT women's champion. Then we went to Ember Moon, then Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sane, fucking um, uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, um. All these women, all Rhea Ripley, all these women, and it was it was fantastic down there in NXT. Again, like I said, banger champ after banger champ won Triple H because Triple H likes women's wrestling. Clearly, Tony Khan has no fucking clue what to do with women's wrestling, and just give control back to the elite. Just give it back to them. At this point, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, 
it, it was better at this point, man. Just fucking give it back. The fuck, like, like, like get, please give the Young Bucks that tag division back. Please, for the love of God. That was one of your strongest points. One of the core things in your mission statement was tag team wrestling. That has been abandoned. So much shit has been abandoned over these last couple of years, man. And it's so sad to see. Excuse me if I'm wrong. I, this is a serious question. Who even is the tag team champions right now? Oh, that Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Oh my god, they are. Where the fuck have they been? Yeah, and another question. Why the fuck am I asking myself that? You know when I asked myself those kinds of questions? Back in 2017 on the main roster. And who was running the show? Vince McMahon. When I goddamn near question every week, who the fuck is the Raw Women's Champion? Who the fuck is a Raw Tag Team Champion? Who the fuck is the Intercontinental Champion? Who the fuck is the Universal? Oh, Brock. Shouldn't have to ask myself those questions. But I just genuinely blanked on who the fuck the AEW Tag Team Champions are. Do you think I would have did that back in 2020? You think I, honestly, you think I would have did that back in 2021? You think I would have blanked on who the fuck a champion in AEW is? No, I wouldn't have. Couple champions in AEW come to mind when I think of them. Christian Cage and MJF. The other ones, it'll yep. probably take me a minute to blank on. In my own head right now, I just blanked on who the hell the All-Atlantic champion was until I remembered it was Orange Cassidy. Wouldn't have done Man. that. Who's the... Nope. I'm blanking. I literally just blanked on almost every single champion in AEW. Except for Christian Cage and MJF. Look at privacy, man. Do you think I would have asked myself these fucking questions in 2019, 20, and 21, and the beginning of 22? No, I wouldn't have. Ah, no. Dude, let your talent know because the more they know and the more input they can have in their storyline the better the shit will come off mm -hmm. exactly because if it's all you and they don't have any time to put their own personal spin on it because they're all great talent you got a phenomenal roster i mean come on man you have a phenomenal roster and you're telling them last minute instead of telling them a month, fuck two weeks in advance just so they can put their own spin. Maybe they'll tell you something that you like better. No, let's tell them the day of the show because I don't know what I'm doing and I cannot handle workload. I cannot handle no. the workload of two shows. Yet you want people to watch Rampage. You think you can handle three? You honestly think you can handle three? You can't even handle two. The only reason the second one was going well is because you had GM Punk involved, and that man was damn near booking the show. He had all his fucking friends on there, and it fucking came off like a well-oiled machine. Because it was all friends wrestling over there. And on Dynamite, it's all Tony wrestling. That's just how it is. I, I I guess all friends wrestling was fucking better. I it can't was. believe I'm saying that. I thought that was what was holding them back. No, apparently it's, it's keeping them fucking together. 
Punk showed you. We we may have been frustrated as all hell with the guy, but golly, he had all his friends on that show, and it was fucking going great. It was. It was. Now look at Collision. We're back to fucking all con wrestling with both of them now, and he can't handle it. He cannot handle it. Hire a team, dude. Hire a team. You hired this jackass from Fightful to help you. What is he doing? What is he helping you with? What is he fucking rubbing your fucking sack? I mean, seriously, what what are these people what are these people helping you with? What? N- nothing. They're not helping you with anything, dude. And it shows. And it fucking shows. They're there to fucking fodder his balls like Vince McMahon's team used to do. Literally mm-hmm. exactly what Vince's team used to do. Bruce, what do you think of this? And Bruce is under the table rubbing his leg and making his dick hard. And then that's that's his job for the day. <laughs> like, no, exactly. And, and that's the worst part, too. I always had a feeling that eventually, you know, one day, either Triple H or Tony Khan, one day in the distant future, would go senile and act, yeah. you know, weird and they in get old. Ways. Yep. Exactly. This shit would happen. I, I, I always expected it. I didn't think it'd be fucking three years in. <laughs> I did not think it would be fucking three years in. Dude, dude's going off Vince already. Man. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. Again, you have such an amazing roster. And, you know, one thing that... AEW knew about when Punk was there, but as soon as Punk left, they forgot about it all the time, uh, or or they mysteriously forgot about it, but Punk was right. Your roster's so big. You are in need, desperately, of a brand split. Look at how well it, look at how well it was. Dude, Collision was featuring Andrade, Dude, every week you had fun. you were you seen a little bit more of Keith Lee on Dynamite. I mean, what the fuck? Beautiful. It was going well. I don't even think about Collision anymore. I don't. I fucking don't, dude. It's 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 meaningless. It's meaningless. Punk left, and all of a sudden you forgot that you have a giant roster, and you you just split them up accordingly. Yeah. Yep, now, now we're we're all good all of a sudden. We don't need the, the roster to be split. The roster's not the roster's not big anymore. Punk left. No. Punk was one guy. The roster's still fucking ginormous. Split him. <sighs> Shit like this. Um I, I never I, I would have never. I would have never thought we would be hearing about this shit four years in. Four years. To the point, I, th- I personally, I, I have a feeling he's gonna stay. But if I'm MJF, what am I thinking right uh, now? If I'm Will Osprey, what am I thinking right now? Well, I'm Will Osprey. Hold on. If I'm Will Osprey, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about putting some incentives in my WWE contract to make sure certain things don't happen. 
Um, we'll get to that in a little bit. But like Bell says, Roman Reigns is not on television every week. I never forgot that Roman Reigns was champion. Never. Oh, man. Never, thing is, never didn't forget. Thing is, dude, Roman Reigns can miss Survivor Series. And I still will appreciate that, man, because he's just operating at a different level. Am I going to be a little bummed I don't get to see that man in God mode himself? Of course I am. Oh, yeah. But the man is a fucking bona fide star. He's a star. Why isn't anybody in AEW like that? Why do you got MJF wrestling twice on full gear? Why? Why are you doing this shit, man? I don't get it. I don't know, man. Bell says, minus his own booking, I honestly think Cody held Tony back to a capacity on stuff like this. Um, I don't know about you guys, but it feels like Cody left. The, uh, once Cody, uh, Cody left, and then the shit started hitting the fan. Yeah. It yes. Like it. It's the voice of reason. He really was. Yeah. Um, dude. It, yeah. It, 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 it really is, dude. It really is, man. Cody, when, Co- again, like Bell says, minus his own booking, because his own booking sucked, but it seemed like he, you know, was the, the voice of reason. And if I, I feel if Cody was there with the elite and CM Punk by the time that all that shit was happening. I don't think any of that shit would have blew up like that. That's just, that's just personally. I, I just personally think that, uh, that's just me though. I don't, I, if Cody, if Cody is the voice of reason that we all think and what looks like he was, that man, Cody Rhodes might've, um, I don't really think that stuff would have blew up as much as it did. I feel like somebody like Cody being the voice of reason would have stepped in the middle of it. He was friends with both of them. Yeah, he's friends with everybody, so... (sighs) Only it could have all been avoided. Seriously, man. Um, But I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Yeah. I also think Cody might have had a little bit more uh, say in kind of what happens in the men's division, um, mm-hmm. because clearly Tony has no has no idea what he was doing. He or he has no idea what the fuck he's doing. No, he doesn't. He really doesn't. Yeah, but to be honest, Logan, for Survivor Series, I think it would suck if we didn't get a multitude of things. I think if we le- at least get a handful of some of the things I'm expecting. Exactly. As long as we get either War Games, Roman, or um, Randy, or um, Punk, any of those four things, I'm fine. None of those four things, Triple H gonna have to see me in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, bro. So yeah, we're definitely marching a gorilla if that's if that's the case, because we need to go have a formal word with Paul Levesque. Um, so. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, but it's gonna suck. I'm telling you, it's gonna suck. But it's okay, man. He's uh, he's he's the tribal chief. But one thing I don't understand, I don't understand why you're doing Roman Reigns versus L.A. Knight at Crown Jewel and not Survivor Series. Like, if you were gonna do it at any place, 
But then, but then we might luck out. To be honest, though, with this AJ Styles news we got, because we might, we might. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, man. Roman, you know, he takes his time okay. off. He takes his time off, bro. But uh, at this point, man, I it doesn't doesn't really bother me. Um. At least, point. yeah. I mean, when when he is there, it's it's good shit. You know what I mean? Uh, that reign of that Brock, I I always think back to that long Brock reign. That reign, and every time he came back, it was the same thing. He would jump around. Paul Heyman was cut his promos. He would get into a pull apart brawl with his opponent, hit him with one F five, and fucking send him home. That was it. At least with Roman, whenever he does come back, it feels like a huge mm-hmm. deal. And he does good shit. So I can appreciate Roman Reigns. I can see why you're frustrated. But personally, I'm not on that. I'm not on that side. I I, I appreciate Roman. Roman reeks act and a title reign that people will miss in the future. It reeks of it for me. Yeah. 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 That's just me, though. But, yeah, man. I don't know, dude. AEW. I don't want to say they're cooked. I really don't want to have to utter those words. But they are um, They are in the slow cooker right now. They are on. They are slowly but surely getting there. They in the crock pot. Yeah. They got put in the crock pot, man. It's just turned on a little... And let's hope it gets turned off, man. Because if not, they will be cooked. Yeah. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Listen, Logan. You can't carry this burden of WrestleMania 39 forever. Okay? The American hero stepped in. And the American hero got sat down. Okay? I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) You have to go try it again, brother. The American hero... Well, Vietnam all over again. Bro just lost. So let's hope they could let's hope that May could re up this year, man, or next year. Let's hope this year he can let next year, twenty twenty four, he can finally live out that American oh, dream and not have to live out another American oh. nightmare. Like him sitting in the fucking middle oh, of the ring with a fucking hot dog or a not a hot a chicken. A but a chicken sitting next to his fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I, th- I fucking I don't know why I pictured a rubber hot dog sitting in the ring with Cody. <laughs> Maybe that should be his WrestleMania 40 gear. He's got a fucking. He comes out in a. He comes out in like a giant ass rubber chicken coat. She'll be sick. Maybe man, but Logan, you need to stop carrying this burden. Of WrestleMania 39, and you need to acknowledge the tribal chief. I said my piece. Okay, so that is all the news. That is all the news of the backstage happenings in AEW. Honestly, man, that is majority of the AEW news that we have for the day. Um, that is pretty much the bulk of it, man. But um. Yeah, man. So with that, man, we got some WWE stories to go over, bro. 
Speaking of marching to Gorilla and conf- and having a formal word with Paul Levesque, via Fightful Select, Triple H had specifically prepared to shoot down CM Punk rumors and was surprised when he wasn't asked anything about it. Thought he was about to get the in some insane answer question. I can just imagine he mentally prepared for those questions. And all he got was uh, he, Taylor he, Swift. He got homes that we didn't look at. Not exactly, bro. <laughs> I can't believe it, man. I can't believe it. <laughs> this man. This man, Triple H, was genuinely sitting in his living room mentally preparing for CM Punk questions. Um, And all he got asked about was Taylor Swift. It genuinely is hilarious, man. But um, who knows, man? Who knows? I feel like this doesn't indicate anything. You know, I've seen people trying to say that this indicates... You there? There you are. There yes. you are. All right. Um. Yeah. So back to what I was saying. Um. I've seen a lot of people trying to say that this. Oh, Triple H is doing dodging. This means that Punk's coming back in, dude. If Punk is coming back in, do you really fucking think Triple H is gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, yep, you guys guessed it, man. He's coming back in." No, he's going to fucking dodge the shit either way. Either way, he's going to fucking dodge the question. Like, are you people seriously fucking stupid? Yes, that's the answer. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Triple H is going to do some dodging uh, either way, whether he's coming in or not. And they continue to tease him, though. They continue to do blatant teases for CM Punk, man. So, um... We'll we'll have to wait and see, bro. We'll have to wait and see, man. But yeah, Triple H was mentally preparing, dude. So it's 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 funny to hear for sure. That's hilarious, man. Him and him and Tony Conover, they didn't even know it. They were they were preparing for the same type of questions on both of their respective media scrums, man. So um, it's interesting. It's funny, man, and um, it it that's funny as hell. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> you said he was sitting on the couch looking at Stephanie, looking, thinking about. Just... <laughs> hey, babe, uh, when they ask about CM Punk, what should I say? Should I just no comment, or should I deter them? Should I tease? I don't. I don't know what to do here. Oh man. Say so if I ask my kids. <sighs> Well, have you talked to him? I don't know. He won't fucking... He won't respond to me. <laughs> he, uh, he called me a fucking stupid on myself. You, you don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> How am I a Triple H stupid? It's me. Oh, man. I don't know. How do you think Regal's gonna feel about this? He called him a Triple H stooge. <laughs> How do you fucking God. say that to William Regal, bro? Um, God, fucking stooge. 
Jesus. So, yeah, I absolutely love how he prepared for the worst. And it, or maybe not even the worst. Maybe he doesn't consider it the worst, but he prepared for CM Punk. And what he got was Taylor Swift questions. That explains why he was so baffled when he came onto the media scrum about Taylor Swift. That explains it. No, yeah. He's probably like, oh, yeah, this, this, this ain't going to be bad at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of fucking idiots we invited to the goddamn media scrum. They won't ask me about CM Punk. They're fucking too busy fixated on asking about Taylor Swift. Whoever that guy is needs to never be invited back to a media scrum ever again. So, gah fucking Lee, bro. Um, uh, yeah, (laughs) this man... (sighs) This man, Triple H, bro. This man cracks me up. He really does. So, yeah, man, really that is that—that that is the news on Triple H preparing to shoot down some CM Punk-related questions in uh, at the Fastlane Media Scrum. So, um, speaking of the Triple H effect, breaking news as of today, the January 29th edition of Monday Night Raw... Uh, which is the Raw after the Royal Rumble, has already distributed 11,000 tickets. Man, the Triple H effect, bro. The Triple H effect, man. Monday Night Raw is selling, selling like crazy again, dude. So the Monday Night Raw after the Royal Rumble, it's almost as if these fans are expecting a crazy mania season. And I'll tell you what, if Triple H is still in charge by then, that man's going to be cooking. You know it. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um... All right, so, um, yeah, so that is that, and, um, all right, speaking of the other guy, Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon will be at Crown Jewel 2023, WWE presents the Crown Jewel premium live event on November the 4th from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, that will air on Peacock. WWE World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre, WWE United States Champion Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul, and John Cena versus Solo Sokoa are just some of the matches booked for the show. PW Insider reports the belief is that Vince McMahon and Ari Emanuel will both be attending the event. This is um th- this this is interesting, bro. This is interesting, man. I, this is, at least to our knowledge, this is Ari's first show he's attending, man. And I hope they're going to see what Triple H can cook up, bro. Because um, or I would hope that um, I, I would mainly. I think this is more of just kind of a publicity thing. I I think they're just going there, um, especially if we end up seeing them on camera. I feel like this is that's just going to be some sort of. Uh, yeah, it's just publicity, publicity thing. 
But if they are backstage, I feel like this could be Ari going to test how um how the backstage atmosphere is when Triple H is is back there. So um because he's been at some Vince shows and um we all know how those can be pretty hectic, man. So I feel like they're going to see kind of what the backstage environment's like uh with, with Triple H with Triple H uh with with Paul cooking. So and and I'm sure it'll be pretty good. So hopefully, man. Hopefully this could uh, be nothing but good things. Um and yeah, like I said, either they're there for publicity or they're there to uh just for Ari to kind of get a get a feel on how how the backstage oh, golly, how the backstage atmosphere is when uh Triple H is back there. Definitely, man. I think so. I think so. I think a mix yeah, I think a mix of all of that, man. A mix of the publicity. Definitely I could see um and I could see our manual and see how, how Triple H does it, man, or maybe if Vince does, you know, take control that night, how you know how the difference of it is perceived and and if anything, with these Saudi shows, if Vince will any will ever have any input on anything, it would be these Saudi shows, so yeah. maybe I could see that being his one show a year where he gets. Yeah. But um Definitely, man. It's interesting, but I think most of it's just publicity and, you know, keep seeing how it goes. Definitely. Definitely, bro. So, yeah, man. So that is the news on uh, Vince McMahon. It looks like he will he will be there, bro. So if if you guys um, if you guys notice any if you guys end up noticing any uh, differences in the product, probably have a good idea why. Um, but if not, then that means they were just there to be there for Triple H, be there for, be there for Triple H and fucking watch that man go to work. So yeah, man. Um, so that is, that is the news on, uh, Vince McMahon and Ari Emanuel being at, um, being at Crown Jewel, man. Speaking of Crown Jewel. The Friday after Crown Jewel, PW Insider is confirming that AJ Styles is scheduled to return on November 10th edition of SmackDown. So next week, looks like AJ Styles is scheduled to be back. And I will tell you what. Do not make AJ Styles wait until January to get Roman Reigns, just do it at Survivor Series, bro. Do not make he's going to be coming fresh off an injury unless they do some sort of like AJ versus Solo because they injured them. Um, unless they do something like that, man. But uh, which I could absolutely see because I don't really know what else they would be doing at. <sighs> I don't really know what else they would be doing at um at uh. Survivor Series, if not, but man, I just really wish we could end up got it, getting the Bloodline Fatal Four Way. I really wish. I really wish we could have, man. But I hope, I hope they do this AJ match in Survivor Series. I really hope that they don't wait till Rumble, man. But this is possibly a good sign, man. I hope it pans out well. Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. So we'll have to wait and see. But um, yeah, we'll. Yeah, AJ versus Roman is definitely the way better way to go. But being that I don't really know what they could do for Sokoa at um, Survivor Series, I could absolutely see them doing AJ versus uh, 
solo at Survivor Series because they wouldn't really, they don't really have much else to do uh, with solo, at least that I could think of. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. I just don't know because if you do AJ at Rumble, Roman's not defending the title again until Mania. Maybe he'll do Elimination Chamber, but I feel like they only did Elimination Chamber because of Sammy. But defends. If Roman defends the title against AJ at Survivor Series or at Royal Rumble, I I I it just baffles me that WWE pass on a Bloodline Fatal Four Way unless they do that in Australia at uh at Elimination Chamber. Now that I think about it, that is going to be a pretty big show, so maybe he will defend it at the Chamber, too. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can see that. So, because if they pass up on that, man, that's... that's. I don't know. That's That just seems a little crazy to me, man. So... Yeah, man, that is, um, yeah, that is the news on AJ Styles, uh, returning soon to the WWE, man. Speaking of somebody that, uh, looks like she won't be returning to the WWE, um, Ronda Rousey, um, she is set to make a second indie appearance at, um, Wrestling Revolver's Unreal Show on November 16th. She made her wrestling return earlier this week, tagging with Marina Shafir to defeat Brian Kendrick and Taya Valkyrie. But it looks like she will be returning for a second go-around. And Wrestling Revolver, I believe, is Sammy Callahan's promotion. So, I think so. I'll tell you what, though, man. If she's cool with Marina Shafir, I really hope that they do not get her involved in anything AEW. I know we talked about it last week, but um I'm uh, I I'm I again just uh throwing throwing out hope that that will never happen because I do not want that at all. But yeah, Ronda Rousey's going for seconds in the indies, man. So it's going to be interesting. Um maybe she just wanted to go to the indies to um do what Shayna did and kind of just work on her craft and stuff like that. Maybe that's what she wanted to go to the indies for, man. But we'll just have to wait and see. I hope she gets better. Um, I mean, she was good at first, but I, that man, I tell you, that was one of the most that was one of the most drastic fall offs I've ever seen. For somebody who oh, looked seriously, for somebody who looked so good at what they were doing, they looked so fluent to just turn to shit. That quick, baffling. But, um, yeah, man, she's coming for seconds on the indies, man. So it's going to be interesting to see. And I wish her the best. No, definitely, man. I hope she does good, man. I hope she re-improves, if, if that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, I still just, even though I hope she re-improves, I hope anytime soon she doesn't go to AEW, please. Yeah, not anytime soon, man. Not anytime soon. I'm making her send in fucking videotapes of her in the ring, running the ropes, doing sequences, not fucking, um, not, uh, completely botching the living shit out of everything like she did last year at Survivor Series. Dude, 
Shotzi goes for a Shotzi goes for a, a over the rope, you know, like a Gargano style DDT, but on the apron. Ronda holds the rope so Shotzi can fucking uh, go plummeting to her death. Nice move. How the Crazy. fuck are you that unaware? Um, Matt Riddle. Speaking of indies. Matt Riddle's first match since being released by WWE in September has been announced with him set to face Rob Van Dam at Big Time Wrestling, the Reunion 3 in Chillicothe, Ohio, on March 9th, 2024. Yeah, man, it looks like it looks like Matt Riddle. It looks like Matt Riddle is uh looks like Matt Riddle's jumping over um to the indie scene, man. I mean, I've heard that Matt Riddle had has has been getting a lot of MMA offers. So I've heard he's been getting a lot of MMA offers. So to see him in to see him Holy. To see him uh Going back and doing pro wrestling is very nice to see because I know he's very good at MMA, but goddamn is he a is he a stallion at professional wrestling and I want to see him back in professional wrestling, but more importantly, I I, I need I want to see Matt Riddle um clean. I want to see Matt Riddle clean and I want to see Matt Riddle um back, you know, I know he's got a kid on the way, so so I hope he he gets clean and all that good stuff and, and and you know gets gets right with himself um before he does come back to professional wrestling man um but when all that is said and done if he wants to come back bro I I don't know a person I I, I don't know many people that wouldn't love to see Matt Riddle back dude he is fantastic he is a fantastic professional wrestler he's great definitely man definitely I hope he hope he gets better man i hope he gets better um good to see him doing shit on the indies man i always hear about those mma offers on twitter i heard he wants to fight jake paul um that's good that's a thing but good to see that he's still doing indies man i hope he i hope he gets better man for sure for sure man so yeah that's that is the news on Matt Riddle uh, returning to professional wrestling. Um, Brian Danielson. The Wrestling Observer reports that Brian Danielson is... Um, I was reading the wrong story. Well, also, I guess, with Brian Danielson. We all knew this, but his AEW contract is uh, is scheduled to expire in September 2024. Yeah, I, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I don't... I think Brian likes it there. I think him and Tony Khan get along great, so... Brian is... So. Yeah, Brian is one of those voice of reasons where... Um, yeah, Brian is one of those voice of reasons where he's always he's always trying to get people that don't get featured on television. He did the same shit in WWE. He's just a great guy. Um, Brian Danielson was legitimately injured uh, and will require surgery for his broken orbital bone and will be out for the remainder of the year. The injury did not occur in the match against Cassidy and Okada. 
Brian sustained the injury during his match against Andrade El Idolo on Collision, Octo the October 21st edition of Collision, not on Dynamite as per Sports Illustrated. There has been no speculation about his recovery uh, affecting his participation at, in Wrestle Kingdom 2024. Dave Meltzer mentioned the certainty around his recovery timetable indicating his contract uh, his contract could conclude in September. Um, in September, leaving the decision to extend his contract to Brian or Tony Khan. I also, actually, now that I think about it, his contract will probably get extended because of the time in during the injury bug in 2022 with the concussion, yeah. and then the time in um, and then now. So yeah. Probably, more than likely, so I can see them adding that on, which sucks, man, which sucks. Definitely, bro. Definitely, for sure. So, yeah, man, it looks like Brian was not hurt in the match against Cassidy and Okada and instead the match against Andrade, but this sucks, dude. Uh, he literally said he was going to be done May of next year. Well, he was going to start slowing down in May of mm -hmm. next year, um, May 9th to be exact, and um, he... He, um, yeah, dude, uh, you know, gets hurt and Wrestle Kingdom's now in jeopardy and, and all that kind of stuff, dude. So it, it sucks for Brian, but, uh, the Wrestling Observer newsletter had actually, uh, had actually elaborated a little bit more on what the injury meant for AEW. And they said, uh, the injury situation has greatly affected the booking in AEW, especially since Danielson, Cole, and Moxley were all figured into key things, and so much had to be changed with a creative domino effect on all plans. That sucks, man. That truly sucks, man. I hope he gets good soon. It, it really does, man. And if that Adam Cole injury is legitimate, I could genuinely see those two, if MJF stays, main eventing, all in 2024. And Adam Cole right. finally beating him. I could see that, man. I could see that a year later. I could I could see them doing that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I could see that for sure. But yeah, that sucks, man. We got another injury bug going on in AEW, man. Adam Cole, John Moxley. That's even if Adam Cole is legitimate. We know Brian's legitimate and, and you know, Moxley. Moxley, um Moxley's got his first scheduled match. For three weeks, but he hasn't wrestled since. So he's he's getting physical, which is good, uh, which probably means it's done. Uh, his concussion is done, but they're probably just trying to play it safe and have him get physical, but not really take any bumps of sort of any sort. Definitely, man. Definitely. So yeah, man, that is the news on Brian's injury, and I guess the second injury bug in AEW. Um. Yeah, man, and that is pretty much most of the AEW news that we have for today, man. So jumping back over to some WWE stuff. The Miz. The Miz. According to BWE, we talked about this on Monday, but there have been potential discussions, uh, or there have been discussions over a potential face turn for The Miz. The Miz... Is also there is speculation the mit that the Miz would be working with DIY 
if he turns face. We talked about this on Monday a little bit. Um, that sounds absolutely horrid. Um, that sounds trash. The Miz working with DIY. I mean, I guess if it's for just a couple six mans against Imperium, it's not going to be so bad. But it just worries me because he's he's from the same place as Gargano, and he has a little callback to Champa. You know, from them their little teaming days when this man had Tommaso Champa dressing up in lime green and pink. But I digress. Um, ugh, those were. That was something. Um, uh, Vince probably would have still had that fucking act together, too. Well, no, he probably would have had him split up by now, and Champa would have been released. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not for. I'm not really for him working with DIY. Like I said, maybe a couple six mans wouldn't be so bad. But trying to do not try to make some faction out of out of all this, man. I mean, fucking please, please, bro. Oh, God, no. But like I said on Monday, dude, the Miz has been a babyface for so long. Turning or it's, the Miz has been a heel and doing the same fucking shtick for so long. I don't mind him turning face, and if he's gonna be cutting those promos like he did on Monday as a babyface, as kind of like this, kind of like a seasoned vet, I like it, bro. I like it. I will say I like it, and and it gets me. It gets me interested to see what the Miz has in store uh, with the babyface turn, man. I like it a lot, actually. It's something different than the same fucking shit we've been getting since. Uh, I'm twenty eighteen was the last time he was babyface when he was with Vince, or uh, with Vince with Shane. It was Shane. My bad. Truly, man. Truly. So, I like I like the overall idea of the face turn, man. You guys heard me on Monday. I'm down. It's a change. I think he could do it. I would think I would like the character. But with the DIY aspect, man, like I said, if it's a little bit, you know, maybe yeah. do it for one pay-per-view, all right. They team together. Don't make them an actual thing. Please, for love of God, no. Hell no. Absolutely not. Um... Absolutely, yeah, absolutely the fuck not. Um, so, so yeah, man, so that is the, that is the news on, uh, that's the news on The Miz, becoming a babyface, bro, so, I don't know, we'll have to wait and see. So, there were original reports, uh, by WrestleVotes that Kari Sane has reappeared on the internal WWE talent roster, but then... Um, there was a rumor killer on PW Insider saying that Kyrie is uh, not currently on WWE's internal roster. People, she's coming back. We all know she's coming back. I don't know. If she she will be back involved within the next couple months. I could see them saving her for the Royal Rumble. Um, maybe if they do a women's war games, maybe she's a mystery partner in there. There's a bunch of slots within the next couple months. Just give it time, and I think Kyrie Sane will be back. Um, but I don't know why people are saying she's not on the internal roster because it was reported that she signed, unless there's a different 
definition that I don't know for internal roster, but it's not really hard to figure out what that would mean. But Kyrie's back. We've known about this for a while. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Internal roster is this is who we think is an active performer and who we want to do something with. I think that would be obvious, but apparently not. But, uh, But she's coming, man. She's coming. It's going to take some time. And um, I can't wait, man. It's going to be awesome. Definitely, man. Definitely, man. Speaking of people that uh, are on the internal roster, just not on the NXT internal roster anymore. Thank the heavens. The Creed Brothers have officially been promoted to the main roster. Per Dave Meltzer, this indicate uh, this indicates that their match on WWE Raw last night is not a one-time thing. Instead, they are here to stay on Monday Night Raw. Dude, I said it on Monday. I like the Creed Brothers a lot. I wanted the Creed Brothers to get called up in the draft. They are great. Um, as long as you can nail nail down a little bit more character for them. Um, I think they will do just fine as long as you don't give them the American Alpha to stand out athlete gimmicks. Um, <laughs> then they will be just fine. Um, they got called up with Ivy Nile, so they didn't strip her from the group. Um, no, they kept them exactly how we seen them in NXT, and I think Triple H is about to cook with them. They had nothing left to do in NXT. They've had nothing left to do in NXT for a long time. Does anybody have anything left to fucking do in NXT? I mean, seriously. No. Um, I mean, fucking Von Wagner has shit to do in NXT still, bro. Well, he, he needs to avenge Robert Stone oh, yeah. and his head for Braun Breaker. Smashing steel steps on his head. You know, a couple <laughs> weeks ago on NXT, two weeks ago, they showed video packages of Von Wagner... Fucking having to relearn how to walk. And then on Halloween Havoc, he just comes out and he's just whooping Braun Breaker's ass. He just comes running out there. So he just relearned how to walk in two weeks. Classic WWE. It's one of my favorite things that they do. For as bad as it is, it's genuinely one of my favorite things. Like the way they just over-exaggerate things and they're like not that bad at all. The man had to relearn how to walk. And you know, two weeks later, he's bucking it. He's a whooping ass like he's fucking Batman. <laughs> that shit kills it. And to cover up, to fucking Shawn Michaels, oh, just go, put bandages on his head. Hey, yeah. You don't make him look like he's still hurt. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> hilarious, bro. Absolutely it's hilarious. I love it. That this company does, man. But good for the Creek Brothers, man. I can't wait to see what they do on the main roster. And um, I can't wait. And there's a big list that's got to join them, man. A hundred percent, bro. A hundred percent, man. Um, yeah, I, I think, dude, seeing them on Monday Night Raw was like so cool, dude. Cause like seeing them in NXT fighting teams that just. Fighting acts that are just not it. Like, I felt like every time I was watching the Creeds, they were fighting the Dyad. Which, GYV is fantastic, <laughs> but I just was not a fan of that group. I love GYV, but... God, actually, I love GYV so much, I think them in AEW would be 
insane, but that's just me. Those guys are fantastic. And, dude, if I could just get some of those promos on AEW television, ah, I would love it. But honestly, bro, at this point, just stay on the indies. At this point, just stay on the okay. indies. I, I think you'll get more creative freedom and you'll you'll get you'll be able to scratch that creative itch more but hypothetically speaking they would be amazing in AEW but in saying that they probably would be used for two weeks and we wouldn't ever see them again so I rest exactly. my case what a world has come to where um to create true true creative freedom you don't go to AEW mm-hmm. what's happening absolutely Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Like what Tony doesn't understand is he can give these guys creative freedom without getting that without giving them creative freedom. You know what I mean? Like they can have creative freedom, but just in case you ever need to put your foot down, they need to understand you are the guy. You get a lot of leeway with your creative. You get a lot of creative freedom. You get to flex that creative muscle. But just in case there's ever a hard hard disagreement tony's the final say and that's it yeah and that's it that's all it is but no he he doesn't want any of that he just wants all con wrestling um god so yeah i don't know man but yeah it was so cool seeing them on monday night raw getting getting in there with alpha academy i think was a perfect first test for them and they killed it they that that was a that was a damn good showcase match. I mean, they they showcased all their moves. They showcased their athleticism. They showcased Julius's strength uh, mixed with Brutus's pro, uh, power. So, it, I loved it. I loved it, and I'm happy to see them on the main roster. I'm happy that the whole group got called up, and I think Triple H could. I think Triple H is gonna cook with them. I think he is, man. So, yeah, I, I, I think, think so. yeah, I think Paul's gonna cook with them, bro, for sure. Truly, man, I think so. And thank God they fucking escaped that ball asshole, Shawn Michaels. Ball asshole. <laughs> hey. Uh, all right, man. What a time. <sighs> Love and WWE. Bianca and Montez premieres February 2nd, 2024 on Hulu. And this explains why they are uh, doing all their media runs for WWE. Oh, fuck, yeah. They love those two, man, which they're great. And I'm happy oh, for that, fantastic. man. So this is this is cool, man. I'm down for this. Thing. I don't know if you know, reality TV usually isn't my cup of tea. Um, but, um, maybe, no, I'll, I'll probably peek at it at some points, but, um, yeah, good for them, man, good for them, it's interesting, and, um, good for them. I also feel like this is the reason why, now we know why, Bianca Belair, um, is probably not going heel. Yep. <sighs> and this is what scares me for Montez, because... Uh, he needs to go heel, and there's no other option for him to go heel than being with Bobby 
and being in that heel group, the street business. Um, he needs to be heel in that group, and this explains why Bianca is not going heel. But if Triple H has any control in this, if Paul has any control in this, and I hope he doesn't really stick to those kind of rules, man, because John Cena was a babyface on Total Divas, or no, a babyface on television, but on Total Divas. That man was a fucking monster. That man was above the level of the devil on Total Divas, man. I mean, he was a dog on Total Divas. I will never forget when fucking Danielson's dog bit him and he walks over by Nikki Bella and says they need to call animal control to put the dog down. That was wild, bro. That I... (laughs) That was nuts. And the dog didn't even really bite him that. Like, I could see if the fucking dog, you know, fucking... Mauled him. Yeah, mauled him fucking... It was a little tiny dog, too. This man walked over there and told his girlfriend they need to come and put the dog down. I will never forget that. That was nuts. Or when... Dude, they really did. Or when they were all sitting at fucking dinner and he's sitting there like listing off all the ground rules. You need to be up by 9 a.m. Beds need to be made. Laundry needs to be in the laundry basket. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? I hope someone asks him about that one day of like, whose decision was it to make you a total asshole on that show? Because it was hilarious. Yes, I really need to know really badly. Um... So we're also the name is incredibly corny. Love and WWE. Couldn't have came up with anything better than that. Um, anything? Whatever. Probably not gonna be watching too much of it anyway. Reality TV is not really my cup of tea. Like I said, unless I will admit, I did watch me some Total Divas, but it was only because hearing about this fucking mega heel. That was on the show. This, or, this, uh huh. Or to watch fucking Mox's funny ass. Mm. It was always the guys I fucking cared about because they were yes. the fucking they were the bro. Or the uh, Jimmy Jimmy Uso on Total Divas <gasps> when he would get in a fight. I'll never forget when he got into that fight with Naomi and he fucking smacked the goddamn glass acro- or he threw the the glass cup across the room and it just shattered everywhere. Oh, man. Some of those storylines were so weird. Or how they made Tyson Kidd, like, that man had, like, completely no hormones whatsoever. Like, they just made him a complete fucking geek. Like, <laughs> Dude, the clip was trending the other week, bro, where he, where Danny comes out full lingerie, and he's just watching matches yeah, and just ignoring he's, her. He's, yeah, he's just fucking, he just had a complete bromance with fucking Claudio, and he's just sitting there just on the couch just... just watch his man go happy yeah and she's fucking laying on the couch next to him and he's like fucking pointing at the mat you see right there that was a spot that i love that spot you know when i it's really hard to springboard on the middle of the rope like bro (laughs) that shit or or the there i remember the one part where somebody had took renee's hat off 
um and fucking oh. and mox jumps the fucking gate chases the dude gets her hat back and the camera crew's there and he's making this guy say i'm a drunk asshole he's sitting there he's like say i'm a drunk asshole and this fucking poor guy's like i'm a drunk asshole oh bro <laughs> <laughs> dude that shit was hilarious, bro. That shit was hilarious. Fucking, yeah. Oh man, to, to Total Divas oh, was goaded, bro. Total Divas, <laughs> or early Total Divas was fucking goaded, bro. That man, yeah, John Cena. Was they, he was a monster on that fucking show. What do you want him to do? Or I don't want the dog in. Or she was like, "Do you want me to put him in the guest house?" I don't want him in the guest house. He sheds. I want you to call. And she's like, well, what do you want me to do? He's like, you need to call animal control and they need to come and take the dog away and put the dog down. <laughs> like, damn, bro. Oh, man. It was evil. I loved it. Dude, that shit. Uh, absolutely goaded, bro. Absolutely goaded. It was so bad. It was fucking phenomenal. It was so bad. It was fucking phenomenal, bro. So great greatness greatness on a different level for real so yeah man we're getting love in wwe bianca and montez so we're getting that and i again i hope they just continue to let paul cook and i hope that they don't you know want to make i hope that i hope that they don't let tv roles interfere with with any of this stuff um, or maybe they were keeping maybe montez's shift into a heel is gonna play into the premiere where he's thinking about changing characters on the show, but it's really messing with him because he's been a baby face for so long. I can see them doing something like that. I you can know. see that. Definitely. That. I can definitely see that. So, yeah, man. So that is that. Um, so that was your, that was your guys goaded rant for the day. Me and Sir K talking about how goaded total divas was. Maybe we'll binge that <laughs> sometime soon. <laughs> um, so, um so yeah man uh wwe 2k according to better wrestling experience or bwe bwe tweeted for 2k bwe tweeted for 2k the belief uh that they will dedicate the game to break uh there, uh, the belief is that they will dedicate the game to, uh, for Bray Wyatt's career. There will also, uh, they are also looking into PvP, new opportunities, and it could end up being a different game than 2K24. I have no other updates, but uh, we'll share when possible. Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt tragically passed away on August 24th of 2023 following a heart attack after he'd been off TV since March after contracting COVID-19, uh, which uh, exacerbated a heart issue. Rest in peace to the GOAT. Absolutely. Sure. And um, 2K has... Uh, dude, I've been seeing so many... Ever since this, this news dropped, I've been seeing so many like fan-made... 2k loading screens and like match screens with like or like background screens with like the fiend and bray they got the opportunity to do something really special this year uh a bray wyatt showcase dude you could have you could put all the iterations of them in there dude you could have you could start the showcase out with husky harris 
Um, you know, you could have him in the new Nexus. You could do that stuff. You could go into his NXT days. Unfortunately, you can't use Luke Harper because fucking AEW has the the rights to the Brody Lee likeness and stuff like that. Um, so it'll be a little hard to pull off the showcase, but, um, I think I, I know it's going to suck, but it, you could replace you know, uh, Brody, Luke Harper with like Wyatt family version of Braun Strowman. If that's what you have to do because you can't, you know, with likeness, it's going to suck. But if that's something you have to do, you could just do that to replace him in the showcase, even though it sucks because mm-hmm. Brody's gone as well. Um, but in? I doubt they would have to do that, man. I mean, Tony Khan, you know, we, we, we had a big rant on his ass today, but... Yeah, I think he would still be, be that cool is with true. that happening. That is true. Because it's not like he they would call him Brody Lee through the through the whole thing. He'd exactly. be WWE. And technically, I think they have the I was about to say Luke Perry. What the fuck? Luke Harper likeness in AEW instead of Brody Lee. So, because I think legally they could put any past alumni in any like game or anything for the most part. Yeah. They just don't um, want to pay them royalties, which is why they don't do they just it. Don't, exactly. That's all they would have to do. So I think they could make it work, definitely. I think all parties would be down for that. But, uh, yeah, but case in point, dude, you could do you could do uh, the NXT Wyatt family stuff. You could build that up to the... Um, you could build that up to the main roster, the match with the Shield. Oh, fuck, what are you going to do about fucking Dean? God damn it. Anyways, golly, you could have a phenomenal showcase. You could have a phenomenal showcase mode of Bray Wyatt. Um, uh, knowing 2K, it will be a lot of stuff that doesn't include the likes of like Luke Harper and Dean Ambrose yeah. and all that kind of people. It'll be a lot of Fiend stuff. It'll be it'll be a lot of singles Bray Wyatt stuff. You can't even do his shit with Brian Danielson because, hey. yeah. So, but. Regardless, you have a lot of you have a lot of um you have a lot of special stuff you can do. And you can still do a Bray Wyatt showcase. You'd have to leave out a lot of good stuff. Uh but they've done it before, man. They did it with Cena, bro. They had uh they did a Cena showcase without featuring any CM Punk. So, you know, I mean that just goes to show how they can do them. They'll just have to leave a lot of people out, unfortunately. But I think a Bray Wyatt showcase would be amazing. Um, would be an amazing showcase. And he should absolutely be the cover of the game. He absolutely should. So, uh, yeah, man. So that is that. is that, And that is the news on uh, that is the news on Bray Wyatt and 2K possibly doing something special for Bray. And I think they should, absolutely. I think they should, too, man, a cover. And a showcase mode would be absolutely perfect, man. And even with their special editions, like a little, maybe it comes with like a fiend mask or something. That would be really awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. Something like that would just be really fucking awesome. And I hope they go that route. Definitely, man. And as for our last news story for the day, before we get on to the crown jewel predictions, WWE's possible plans for Will Ospreay have been revealed. 
Dave Melzer is reporting on the Wrestling Observer Radio that one idea thrown to him for Osprey was to be the star of NXT Europe. Oh. You had such a good thing going. Especially with the Shriek AEWs on. They are ba- AEW would basically be handing them to WWE with what they got going on right now. And then you hear stuff like this. And it really makes me wonder is WWE going to fumble Will Ospreay? Are they going to fumble another person, dude? Will Ospreay. Um, uh, well, this is what uh, Meltzer had to say on the matter. He said, one, I- one idea thrown to me was of NXT Europe being built around Will Ospreay. The revival of NXT Europe starts that thing of what happened with the original NXT UK and its effect on the independent scene in England really hurt it badly. But at the same time, they don't, but at the same time, they didn't run regular shows or anything like that. They just did TV tapings. So you just don't know. Uh, they've got uh, they've got the go-ahead from Endeavor to do it. But you just don't know exactly what that entails, Meltzer said. Osprey's deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling expires in early 2024. And WWE, All Elite Wrestling, and TNA Impact are all interested in signing the IWG United Kingdom champion according to recent reports lots of people expect Will Ospreay to sign with AEW next year yeah you're getting no shit when you fucking get off from that dude what the fuck this is classic WWE handing somebody to Tony Khan and it's like maybe they're doing it on purpose because they know they have a crop of talent in NXT that you know, they want, and maybe they just want CM Punk and MJF and they're willing to bite the bullet on Will Ospreay. Um, they're getting Punk. Punk isn't coming back to AEW, uh, unless it's in due time. Um, uh, unless exactly, exactly. Um, because if, if Punk comes back, uh, within, any time recent then the complete the point of fucking firing was completely ridiculous so punk will make a stop at wwe uh if i'm a betting man either that or if he doesn't he'll come back to aew within years but um but uh even at that he's not getting any younger so you know you're kind of on a time crunch here um but yeah so so maybe they're fine with just having punk and MJF and maybe they're willing to bite the bullet on Will Ospreay. But dude, this is classic WWE saying those things to people that completely drives them away. We want you, but we want you to be a coach. We want you to be in the PC. We want you to be a producer. We want you to be in a fucking faction. We want you to be this guy's lackey. They constantly say stuff like that that will deter people away. And that is exactly... It looks like that is exactly what is happening here. Um, 
And my God, man. I mean, when you think about coming to WWE, you think about the WWE Championship. You think about WrestleMania. You think about SummerSlam. You think about winning a Royal Rumble. You think about winning an Intercontinental Championship. You don't fucking think about NXT Europe. And how does that look for Will Ospreay to say, I've done all this fucking work in my career, and all these people have to fucking offer me is being the star of NXT Europe? Are you fucking serious? Clearly, he's looking at AEW or WWE, so that tells you right there he's okay with being in the States, primarily. And what do you go and fucking do? You offer him and you want to fucking pitch NXT Europe. That's the number one way to get him to fucking slam the door right in your fucking face. Bro, that is a crime. NXT Europe. First of all, who would he? It'd be like putting fucking Roman Reigns on AEW Dark. <laughs> like, first of all, the level of talent difference you would see would just be fucking immense. But second of all, no one cares about, at this point, for the most part, no one cares about normal NXT, let alone one of the off-brand NXTs that I hate that exists. I hate it. I hate NXT. I hate what it became. It was nice at first. I hate what it became. It became so pointless. NXT, you're up. It's pointless. It's completely pointless, man. You work here at... I was just... Before the podcast, I was on Twitter watching a, watching this clip of, of Will Ospreay cutting this promo on, um, on, on some dude he's facing in New Japan right now for, for his titles. And this man, Ospreay, was yelling at that man, telling him he wants him to beat the shit out of him and take his titles so New Japan's in good hands when he leaves. A bomb-ass promo. A fucking phenomenal promo. He's and you great. want to stick this man in purgatory? Yep. In purgatory? Dude, you are, like you said, you are handing this man to this dork, Tony Khan. And speaking of the dork, AEW's not on a good... AEW's not on a good fucking streak themselves. So if I'm Will Ospreay, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'll tell you what, though. Creatively, I'm going to WWE, but I am absolutely making it very clear i am not signing shit if i'm going to nxt europe you're gonna put me on raw you're gonna put me on smackdown i'm not going to play around with fucking that fucking tie-dye bald asshole down there in fucking nxt either i'm not doing none of it i'm going to raw i'm going to smackdown and i'm facing the biggest fucking stars you got and if not, then you don't get me. And then you're handing me to this fucking dork. And I'm probably going to be booked creatively like shit anyway. But I'd rather be on AEW where I have eyes than NXT Europe. No, exactly. That That's the thing. Even with how bad AEW has been, I love 100% pick it over NXT Europe. Absolutely. What the fuck, man? That's, that is a slap in the face to that man. Give that man fucking SmackDown, bro, please. All the work he's done, and you... Why would you even say that? Why would you even fucking utter that into existence? All the work he's done to make himself as big as he possibly can. And, Just to get slapped in the face. And you think NXT Europe, which another thing... I guarantee you that's why 
90% of these people uh, that used to be on NXT UK have been have been uh, axed um, from being oh, yeah. called up. Ilya Dragunov, Tyler Bate. And I'll tell you right there, those two especially, if those guys aren't on the main roster within the next year and a half or two years, I'm requesting my mm -hmm. release. Yeah, there ain't no point. Because I'm not... I, I, I'm not... Yeah, Tyler Bates been in NXT his whole adult life. And once Ilya Dragunov loses that belt, I'm asking to get called up. And if not, then what the fuck am I doing here? Literally, man. Literally. I don't know, dude. I don't know. But if I'm Will Ospreay, and if you ask me... I'm going to WWE. I'm going to WWE, bro. Um, again, I'm going to make it very clear to them where I will be. I won't be in Europe. I'll tell you what, unless it's for a premium live event over there, I will not be on NXT Europe. I will be on Raw and SmackDown, and I'm going to WWE if I'm Will Ospreay. That's just me, though. But then again, around this time... I would probably recommend a lot of people to go to WWE, to be honest. But, yeah, if I'm him, dude, I'm going to WWE. Uh, I'm making sure I'm on Raw and SmackDown, though, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Because in AEW, Will Ospreay is the perfect guy that... Will Ospreay is the perfect guy that... Um, Tony Khan just sees him and he just the dream matches just reek and that man just has nothing for will other than dream matches it's like will has expressed you know having to tone down his style because of his body his body's breaking down he's 29 years old do you see what that style does to you look at kenny omega Kenny Omega the other day, during his match with MJF, after the match, was walking around like an old man. He is 40 years old. Look at how John Cena walks around. He walks around like he's fucking 35 still. Because he preserved himself. He didn't beat the living shit out of his body. You know what I mean? It's like, the style... If I'm Will... I, these AEW fans are going to want you to work this style. And if I'm Will... I'm suggesting going to WWE so you can tone that style down. That's just exactly. me. Exactly. It's another thing. You get to tell stories to make up for that style yes. of tone down this. Yes. Because you can tone down your style in AEW, but you ain't going to be telling stories, so people are going to actually notice it. Yeah, and they're going to turn on you. These, fan, these fucking fat marks are going to fucking turn on you because you're not putting on Will Ospreay bangers like you used to. Like, dude, the man is talking about his body breaking down and he's 30 years old or 29, one of the two. Kenny Omega, like I said, was just walking. I was watching him walk around and to come to find out that he's 40 years old is nuts. It's fucked, dude. Look at Jericho. Jericho's 53. Walks around fine because he preserved himself. It's like... Everybody com everybody complains about that Vince style of doing shit, but not all of it's wrong. Not all of it is no, fucking wrong, man. Like, yeah, is the is the Vince style of you know 
everybody being some fucking cardboard cutout. Mm. Pretty, pretty lame. But like, you don't gotta fucking go full New Japan 24-7. Yeah, exactly. Bring that out of you out for matches that matter. Yes. That's er, it. In, in NXT, they took a lot of these yeah. indie guys and they still wrestled their style, but it was toned down. But they did it. They wrestled their indie style, but actually put some psychology into it to the point where they only did things in matches that made sense. You know what I mean? You didn't see Gargano and Adam Cole just fucking... Do- Was it a kick-out fest? Yes. Did you see no-sell after no-sell after no-sell after no-sell after no-sell? No. You didn't see that kind of stuff. Shit mattered. And shit um, actually looked like it had an impact on the match. Exactly. Exactly. They occasionally still did crazy-ass shit. But that's when the match called for it and when it needed to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is true, Bill. That is true. Uh, that Yeah, Nakamura... Nakamura, that's the reason Nakamura never left WWE is because he didn't want to go back to Japan and work strong style anymore because it fucking hurts and it breaks your body down. It breaks the shit out of your body down. And like, I again, to my point again, I was baffled to see Kenny Omega walking around like that after a match. He is 40. That's horrible. That is horrible. But, you know, wrestlers like to say we don't care about their health and well-being. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know, man. We know we're just a bunch of marks that want to see them destroy their bodies. Yep. Nobody's th- and I've heard nobody say that about Will Ospreay too, except for us. Literally, except for us. Mm-hmm. That man ha- did it. Did a Twitter video not too long ago talking about his body breaking down at 29. Go to WWE, bro. Tone it down. Tell some good stories. Um, you're already fantastic in the ring. He understands psychology very well. I think he'll fit great under that Triple H system. I think he will. Truly. I truly think so. So, yeah, man. So, that's the news. That is the news on Will Ospreay and them possibly planning some NXT Europe stuff for Will Ospreay. And that is exactly what we think about it, bro. So, now on to these Crown Jewel predictions starting off man we have the kickoff match we have Sami Zayn's 900th match in WWE I think it's in WWE yeah yep this is this is Sami's 900th match that's right I wonder if it's I couldn't remember if it was in his career or in his um let me see it's gotta be in his career dude ain't no way that's in one company that's insane. Let's see. Mm. Of course, now I'm not seeing the tweet anymore. Great. Um... Oh, God. I literally can't scroll on Twitter without seeing all these old AEW pictures and people being like, this is the AEW I remember. Ah, it's, it's horrible. All day. It's just in all caps, all elite wrestling, and it's just all the good shit they've done. Like, yep. ugh, that's what we need, bro. That's for God. Let me see. 
I I seen it earlier. I seen it earlier, bro. And now I can't find it, of course. Um Let's see. Oh, that's so annoying. Let me see. <sighs> but while I look for this, um, who do you got for this one? Which one? You didn't, uh, uh, oh, I heard you Sammy Zayn versus JD McDonough. Oh, okay. I would. I think uh, it would be an obvious Sammy Zayn win, man. Especially if that's a milestone match, I would definitely say Sammy Zayn. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go ahead and say Sami Zayn for this one. Let me. Oh, man. I, I really I'm very curious now. Let me see. No. Yeah. That's his 900th match in WWE. Are you? Holy yep. shit. Yeah, it's his 900 match. <laughs> yeah, but I'm definitely going to go ahead and say Sami Zayn for uh, this kickoff match. And it also looks like WWE is doing kickoff matches again. Look at that. That's yeah. interesting, man. Hey. So, yeah, that is that. And the next match, Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul for the United States Championship. This one's interesting, bro. I I'm gonna be honest, dude. I think, I really think they're gonna go ahead and give this to Logan Paul. To be honest, I think he's gonna win his first championship in WWE. I could definitely see that. I think so. I'm gonna give that same prediction, man. Yeah, man. So next, the women's fatal five way for the uh, women's uh, for the women's world championship. Um. Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Zoe Stark versus Nia Jax in a fatal five-way match. What in the world are we going to do with Rhea Ripley going into Survivor Series and Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber? Being that these are challengers that you could have probably used for all of these shows. No, exactly, and they're just fucking blowing their load with all, all of them at once, man. I, I don't understand the, the thought process behind this. No, me neither. But yeah, this is an easy Rhea retain for me. Oh, easy, easy Rhea Ripley retain, definitely. Definitely, man, definitely. And the next match, Cody Rhodes versus, versus Damian Priest. Um, yeah, this is just a grudge match. This is after Cody um, cut that fire-ass promo on Damian Priest on Monday. Um, so, good old, leave it to Cody to sell you on a match with one promo. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this is a, this is this is an obvious Cody. Uh, this is an obvious Cody victory. Um, 
He he says he's getting back on his path. And it goes right through Damien Priest. So right Exactly, man. Exactly. So I'm gonna go ahead and say Cody for this one. Oh, definitely, man. I think it's definite Cody Rhodes win and we'll see how his story progresses. That's right. That's right, man. And the next one we got EO Sky versus Bianca Belair. I know they're going to want to get this belt on Bianca or Charlotte sooner rather than later. Um, So it's inevitable. And I could really see this one going to Bianca, to be honest, bro. So yeah, after that news of uh, uh, the reality TV show, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked, but maybe, maybe they'll wait a little bit longer. Yeah, and I'm giving a hopeful EO Sky prediction. This is a, this is a tough one, man. Like I said, I can see them giving this one to Bianca, but man, um, that is true. This could be something that Kyrie gets involved in, um. Never thought about that, but yeah, I'll go ahead and say they'll wait a little bit longer because I know Triple H loves EO, so I feel like they'll wait a little bit longer to take the title offer. So I'll go ahead and say EO for this one. Fingers crossed. And the next one is John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. I love seeing this, bro. I love seeing this. I know... There's a stat that John Cena hasn't won a singles match in like over 2,000 days. It's been like five years since he's won a singles match. Um, and I think that streak's going to continue, man. I think he's going to want to put Solo over. Um, yeah, I think he's going to want to put him over. I think he I think he, I think think he, he likes him a lot. Um, he, he's got to, man. Who doesn't like Solo Sokoa? And yeah, I think, I, think he wants to, I think he wants to put him over, man. I think he wants to put him over. I don't think he's going to Baron Corbin him bury his ass um but yeah i think um i i think this one's gonna go to solo same i think so and i hope so and i I think that's the path we're gonna go man for sure for sure bro and the next match drew mcintyre versus seth freaking rollins for the world heavyweight championship it's a good one, bro. It's a good one. So, Drew said it out Monday. Seth Rollins is willing to break his back to keep the championship, but he is willing to break his back to take it from him. That shit is heat. Um, I'm going to give this one to Seth. I'm going to give this one to Seth. I think, I think Seth keeps it, but don't be surprised if this is the last straw and this is the last broken dream that Drew McIntyre lets ever happen to uh, to his career, man. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say Seth Rollins retains, and I could see Drew McIntyre turning heel on this night tomorrow night, man. I could absolutely see it. Definitely, man. I could definitely see it. Um, some variation of that, but um, my prediction is also Seth, and I think that'll be the cause for the Drew McIntyre snap. Yeah, man. And with that, the next match and the main event for the Undisputed Championship for the Universal WWE Championship, whatever the hell they call it, for the WWE Championship, 
You have Roman Reigns versus L.A. Knight. Man. This one's going to be a good one, bro. This one's going to be a good one. Um, Again, I don't know. My one complaint with this is I hate how WWE did a three-week build for this. I thought this, this, if they would have just kept this out until Survivor Series and gave it more time to simmer uh, and marinate, I think it would be that much better but i think it's going to be good i think they're going to keep la Knight looking strong i feel like the bloodline will get involved so i think that's gonna uh be a huge i think that's going to be a huge factor at play uh for why la Knight um loses the match but he'll lose the match and he will be just fine um he's still going to be just as over so i he'll be just fine man but this is an obvious obvious roman reigns um this is an obvious roman reigns retain here Definitely, man. Definitely. It's obvious Roman retain, but it's going to be great nonetheless. And I can't wait to see LA Knight get that, get that showtime, man. I really can't. Definitely, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to see him in that main event spot with uh, somebody like Roman Reigns, man. He, he deserves it more than, more than most. So yeah, man, um, has super, super happy for him. So yeah, man, that is, uh, that is the crown jewel predictions. And that is pretty much everything that will be going on tomorrow night. We won't be live for crown jewel. We'll do the, we'll do the recap next week. Uh, next Friday, we'll do the crown jewel recap for you guys, man. So that will be, uh, yeah. So that'll be next Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. This edition of the news and the crown jewel predictions. And with that, man, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys so much, as always. Um, and it has been always, always a pleasure from I, Johnny Mayhem. And I, Sir K. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. Thank you guys so much. This has been episode 186 of the news. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, Thank you guys so very much. Thank you guys, man. We love you guys. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys next Friday with the news and the Crown Jewel 2023 review and recap. Peace.